What's up, curly folk? It is your favorite fro girl, Jenna Marie, and you are listening to the Curlcast. Thanks for tuning in. It is episode three, and today we are going to be talking about products and more specifically, ingredients to look for and ingredients to avoid when choosing natural hair care products. This can be so overwhelming when you walk into the store and don't even know where to start because there are so many brands, so many different ingredients, so many different products to choose from, and it can be a little bit daunting to figure out what to choose that is going to work for you. And it can be really discouraging when you choose a product you think you're going to love or maybe something that a friend recommended and then it just ends up being so wrong for your hair texture, your curl pattern. It can be a lot. So I wanted to start off with something really simple today and just talk about some ingredients to avoid. The first one I want to talk about are silicones. Now silicones coat your hair strand and they protect it from moisture or any uh, unwanted humidity that could cause frizz. Now if you have straight hair, this is actually a really good thing. Moisture is unwanted and I know that nobody likes what happens to their hair when it's humid outside. But if you have kinky or curly or coily hair, this is actually a really bad thing and you want to avoid silicones pretty much at all costs. Silicones are going to keep products from penetrating your hair that you want there, and it can be really difficult for your hair to soak up that moisture it needs if it's weighed down with a lot of products that already have silicones in them. It can make your hair lackluster, and because silicones are not water-soluble, they tend to build up over time. This can be really bad if you're someone who uses product every day and it can cause irritation or that buildup or itchiness. It's just a bad scenario all around if you're consistently using a product that has a silicone in it. Now, moisture is one of the most important things for a girl or a guy with naturally textured hair. So you're going to want to avoid silicones because they pretty much just block your hair from getting the moisture that it needs. Now, you're probably thinking, well, how do I know what silicones to look for and avoid when I'm reading the ingredients on a product label? My rule of thumb that I go by is basically that if it doesn't say silicone-free on the label or on the outside of the package, I avoid it. Now, sometimes you can tell that it's going to have the word silicone in it, in the ingredients, but there are some silicones that don't. I'm going to make sure that I put in the description notes, in the show notes, some of the most popular and common silicones that you find in hair care products. That way you have a list you can copy and know what to look for when you're in the store choosing products for yourself. The next ingredient I want to talk about is sulfate. Now, sulfates are additives you find in cleaning or foaming products that produce that foaming action. One of the most common ones is sodium lauryl sulfate, which you can find in toothpaste, and I'm actually allergic to this one, so I avoid it pretty intensely. Sulfates pretty much break down the grease and the oils of your hair. You'll find them in dish detergent and soaps and hand soaps and really strong cleansers. But when it comes to your hair and your scalp, oil is really critical to the life and the shine of it. I know for some people with sensitive skin or with sensitive scalps, harsh shampoos or cleansers that have sulfates in them can actually cause irritation and sometimes even an allergic reaction. 
You want to be really careful to avoid these in your hair care products, especially when it comes to shampoos. For me, this is a tough one because I really love that foaming sensation and I actually don't think that something is truly clean without experiencing that sudsy feeling. But that being said, there are a ton of products on the market and in the stores that still accomplish that cleansing action and that sudsy feeling that are sulfate-free. You just have to know how to look for them. The same rule applies as when we were talking about silicones. I just look for the label that says sulfate-free. The last ingredient we're going to talk about today are parabens. Now, when I first went natural, I just avoided parabens because I saw that there were products that that their label said paraben-free. So I kind of just assumed that if there was a product that said paraben-free, there had to be products that did have parabens and that they were a bad thing. Then I realized I have no clue what parabens actually are. So eventually I did go and I did some research and I found out that parabens are really just preservatives that prevent fungus or bacteria from growing. That's actually a really good thing, especially for those of us who are product junkies and have them sitting on our shelves and in our bathrooms for months and months on end. The negative side of parabens are that they're easily absorbed through your skin and though Although it's not really anything too extreme, there have been quite a few studies that show that parabens can disrupt your hormone balance, which sounds like something I really just don't want to mess with, even if I don't fully understand it. So hopefully talking about these three ingredients today um, and how you kind of want to avoid them when choosing products for your hair, hopefully this helps you and you feel a little bit more informed and a little bit more equipped when you're searching for the perfect product for your curls. Happy product hunting. I'll see you in the target aisles. Hey, thanks so much for listening, and you know the deal. Comment, like, and subscribe. And if you're listening to this on iTunes Podcast, make sure you rate this and leave me some feedback so that I know you're listening.